0: Hello again, friends. Welcome to my Life with Breath Expert Series. Today, boy, do we have a treat for you. We have one of the all-time greats on planet Earth with us, and I'm so happy to share her knowledge, wisdom, and spirituality with everyone today. Oh, welcome, everyone. It's a real treat for me to have our amazing guest for the next 45 minutes or so of our life. But before we begin and I introduce you to this amazing spirit of light, let's just take a minute and see if we can get ourselves centered and have a little meditation and just relax into whatever's going on in our body. So if it feels right for you, simply let your eyes close Release any tension that you might be aware of around your eyes and jaw and begin to slow your breathing down. Feel the intelligence of your body, the intelligence of your heart while you breathe slowly here on planet Earth. And as you breathe, you might want to trace the breath. In other words, on the inhale, allow the breath to move down your back. And on the exhale, allow the breath to move up the front of your spine, touching your heart and touching the top of your brain very gently. So inhaling down the back, exhaling up the front of the spine, several rounds. And bring yourself into a column of white light. Notice your breath knows exactly where to go in your body, where you might be holding old tension or an old story that really is something that we can let go of for the next 45 minutes or so. You're in a safe space. There's no need to bring attention to fear, insecurity, negativity, that's not gonna work right now. So just stay at peace, open your heart, slow your breath. And then when the inhale is complete, hold the breath in for a two count. And when the exhale is complete, hold the energy out for a two count and do that for a couple rounds and continue to relax. And allow your inner world to nurture your thoughts and feelings. Notice when you stop breathing, your mind stops. And you can set an intention for yourself for this time if you wish. And as you slow the breath, show your brain, it's okay to relax a little bit. We don't need to be too hard on ourselves right now. And let that inner joy animate your thoughts and feelings. And then just let your body breathe on its own in its own wisdom. Your body knows how to breathe and it's been doing it ever since you were a little infant and it's an expert at it. You can open your eyes and you can see we have the amazing Agape Staninopoulos with us today. Now I had to cut her bio down a little bit because we only have 45 minutes and it would take me 45 minutes to read the amazing bounty of work that she shares with human beings all across the globe. But just to kind of give us a little background of who we're talking to, Agapi is also a friend, a great friend of mine, and she's a best-selling author and speaker who inspires humans all around the world. In her first book, Unbinding the Heart, A Dose of Greek Wisdom, Generosity, and unconditional love. She shares the wisdom from her life's adventures and experiences. Agape has a new book out, Wake Up to the Joy of You, 52 meditations and practices for a calmer, happier life, and she takes her readers on a journey and inspires them to let go of what doesn't work and instead create the lives that you really want right now. Agape is currently conducting workshops for Thrive Go- Global, a company her wonderful sister Ariana Huffington created to help change the way we work and how the way we live. Agape has spoken and conducted meditations at many organizations and companies all across the world, including L'Oreal, Accenture, SAP, LinkedIn, Pandora, Google, Nike. Weight Watchers, Pepsi Company, Starbucks, Global Citizen, Museum of Modern Art, ABC Carpet and Home, Women's Health and Magazine, Paul Mitchell, NYU, Gym Pass, and Hearst Communications, among many others. And plus, you can see her on TV all the time also. You know, Agape brings home the importance of self-care, practicing gratitude, generosity, and self-love to enhance performance and productivity so that we can experience love and fulfillment. Agape divides her time between New York, Los Angeles, and she was born and raised in Athens, Greece. If you need to find out more about this amazing woman, you go go to to www.wakeuptothejoyofyou.com. And you can see that book title in the corner of this picture. Ladies and gentlemen, Agapi.
1: Wow, 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 wow. Uh, So we have a virtual hug right now. My dear Ed, I am just opening my arms and hugging you. And everybody who is listening and seeing us and is with us, we just open our hearts. I'm definitely opening mine and I'm so grateful to be with this wonderful man. Uh, that has brought such gifts in my life and all of us. And there is no greater gift than the awareness, as so beautifully Ed said, that we are being breathed and that the breath knows how to do itself. And that in itself is the most miraculous thing to remember as often as we can throughout the day. Because then you realize that, you know what? We are not in control. Right, Ed?
2: Yeah. You know,
1: part of the the greatest suffering of human beings is that we think we are in control and we try to control everything around us. We try to control Mm. our reactions. We try to control... Are other people uh, when they don't do things the way we want them to do and who does things the way we want them to do. Mm-hmm. So, we are constantly in, in a fighting mode, we want things to be different and therefore none of us really practice or have learned or educated how to let go, how to surrender how to go in a flow with our nature, first of all, with who we are, and then with the world around us. And I'm not saying it is easy at all, and I'm not saying it's something that can be achieved, uh, you know, overnight, but it is something that if we shed the light, even right now that we are together, you can just say, wow, something bigger than myself is breathing me. Something Mm -hmm. bigger than myself is moving me. And I have a responsibility to that, to learn about it, to educate myself, to be quiet with it, to lean back, and let that wisdom, because listen, the body has extraordinary wisdom, Mm -hmm. talk to me. And my responsibility is to basically shut up and listen.
0: I love that. I love that. You know, I know your history. You come from Athens, Greece, an amazing place on Earth that holds rich history, that all of the modern life, that is the foundation of how we interact with ourselves, how we interact
1: in in the world with other human beings. Socrates, know thyself, right? Socrates, know thyself. What was it like
0: growing up? In Athens, Greece, Agape.
1: There was a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of food and a lot of seconds. You know, when you went somewhere to eat, they wouldn't let you go without saying, have a, have another one. Have mm-hmm. more meat. Have another dessert. Um, if you said, I don't eat desserts, they look at you like, are you OK? Or if you said, I don't eat sugar. Um, Also, nobody would let you leave their home without taking a goodie bag home. I mean, food, everything centers around food. But let's look at that for a minute. Food is nurturing, right? Mm -hmm. So the way the Greeks um, affirm life is by nurturing and by feeding body, mind, and soul. They do it mostly by food, but really it's an expression of the heart. So... I want to ask you all right now this fundamental question, where is your nurturing coming from? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not being nurtured, you're being starved. Mm -hmm. And if you're being starved from affection, from loving, from kindness, from tenderness, from uh, uh, people listening to you, and especially yourself, if you do not know, how to be tender with yourself, you won't be tender with your children. You'll be bossy and you'll be Mm -hmm. telling everybody what to do. You won't be kind and tender with your significant other, with your family. So find the tenderness and and find the sweetness in you and then accomplish. But unfortunately, uh, and I learned that from my mother, who always said, darling, don't rush. Don't rush me. If you said to her, mommy, we've got to go right now. She died 20 years ago, my mother, and lived uh, with us in Los Angeles. And if you said, mommy, we've got to go. She says, don't rush me. If you want to rush, you go ahead of me. She will not allow herself to be rushed. Because when you rush and you when you move fast... I, Listen. You might be an incredibly fast-paced person, which is fantastic, but if you are have a rhythm and you violate it and you push against it, it will stress you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So find your natural rhythm. I um, live with my sister Ariana, and she's basically a triple A. Not you know A types. She's a triple A type. She is in a constant uh, doing modality of. Her um, her work, uh, her accomplishments, uh, her interacting with the, the people in the company. But she does sleep. You know, she's a sleep evangelist. And, and she does meditate and she does exercise. So she has found her balance for who she is. I, If I go into the rhythm that she does, I will get extreme. Can you imagine? I live with her. So you see, her, her mind is constantly completing and, and doing, while I need space in between my doingness. I love it. And, and finding Ed, finding those boundaries and not making myself wrong, it's like saying, when I finish the webinar with Ed, I'm going to need another 10, 15 minutes to recalibrate. Because mm-hmm. right now, I'm, I'm in a giving modality. I am uh, putting my energy out. Then I need to replenish, whether it is that I'm going to drink water, or I'm going to go around the block for a walk, or I'm going to clear my energy to return to me to go do the next thing. So I want to ask you all how do you replenish? Most people go to bed feeling exhausted. And empty Now, Ed has given us amazing keys about coming to the breath. Through his exercises, you energize yourself in the morning. Incredible. I wish I had the discipline to do it every day. I'm still teaching myself, Ed, to program myself to get up and do five minutes as you so beautifully taught me, you know, the living up.
0: Yes. Beautiful.
1: Right? It works. It works. But, Ed, here's my uh, challenge. If I have you on a Zoom, if I have my trainer in front of me, if I have a friend to walk, uh, I will do our dynamic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I'm on my own, I need to ground myself. My girlfriend says, go out in the garden and put your feet on the grass before your coffee but do you think i do it no Mm -hmm. i have my coffee first that's the neural pathways of my brain how i have conditioned myself so Mm -hmm. changing that redirecting that often we need support
0: yeah like
1: if i had ed every morning calling me when i got up and say agape we have five minutes of breathing would i be there absolutely if i don't have ed Am I able to master that in agape? It takes practice. It takes devotion. It takes not doing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and maybe doing it Thursday and Friday and mm-hmm. not judging myself. Does that make sense?
0: It makes perfect sense. You know, we just have to find little baby steps along the way that feel comfortable to us as we come through this transformational process where we balance the human being with the human doing.
1: Absolutely. So right now, I want to issue just a little intention with all of us. Take a piece of paper and a pen and write down uh, two things that you would like to do in your day that could distress you and honor your rhythm. Because you know Agapi's rhythm is not Ed's rhythm. Ed's rhythm is not his beautiful wife's. Wendy's rhythms, right, Ed? Right. Everybody has their own uh, circadian rhythms. Mm -hmm. So what is the priority for you? For me, because I'm a night owl and my mother, you know, in Greece, you know, uh, when I was brought up, my mother always stayed up very late. She had a nighttime energy. And, you know, Greeks are notorious about having dinner at 9 and at 10. And, you know, go to Greece and people say, oh, I uh, will pick you up around 8 for dinner, and they show up at 9.30. <laughs> and you go, what happened? He said, oh, we, we're here now. I mean, they don't even say what happened. Nothing happened. We just showed up when we show up. So there's a little bit more of an uh, unstructured way, and there is definitely the nighttime energy. Greeks party at night. They drink. They eat. They socialize. And in the morning, they're tired. Maybe they're irritable. But they get up and they go to work and then they have siestas. It's a very different Mediterranean way of living. So I got very used into this nighttime energy. And uh, I still love the night. I love to be in my bed and watch the late night shows or um, write on my journal or read something. My mind settles and so i promised myself that no matter what i will go to bed um by midnight so it takes tremendous energy and discipline to say quarter of 12 take these little phones and they they shut off and you know what's funny i have to tell you a really funny thing i've been watching the olympics at night which i love They give me so much energy, this excellence of of these people. And um, I, three times now in a row at 1130 while I'm in bed watching the Olympics, the TV goes off (laughs) by by itself. (laughs) And then I'm too tired to get up and turn it on. I mean, they just, the satellite goes off. And I go, thank you, thank you. Whatever is looking after me Um, is supporting me in that. Don't you wish you had that inner guide, that Mm. little whisper, that magical fairy godmother who says, it's time to go to sleep. Right. Stop it. You're judging yourself. Stop it. I love you. Imagine if you had someone in your ear saying, you're doing amazing. You look amazing. What do you need now? Do you need to eat something? Let me make you something. Mm -hmm. let's go for a walk, hold my hand, leave everything, go for a walk. Don't listen to this person. They don't know what they're talking about. Imagine if you had somebody who was guiding you. Get Mm -hmm. out of that meeting. It's depleting you. Mm -hmm. Your child needs a hug. Go hug it. Go hug your son. Imagine if we had this inner voice who was always guiding us through the daily life. So that we are at sync, but instead we hear the voice, but we bypass it.
0: Right. That's stressful. You know, if we miss the whispers, they turn into screams. Yes. And it's so important for us. Oh, so beautiful. How we can unwind ourselves from what we just wound up. And, you know, I know that you're a master teacher of gratitude. Yes. And forgive and self forgiveness. Yes. I, I know that's some of the roots that that nurturing brings to us. You know, I am valuable. I yes. am a piece of God. I'm a piece of spirit, yes. and I need to nurture that. And when we can take care of these little whispers of self nurturing, I think yes. we can start to move into the baby steps of gratitude. Can, can yes. you explain to our our viewers a little bit about how? You interact with the phrase gratitude.
1: Well, chapter 50 of this book, I want to show you, it's called Reverence, Gratitude, and OMG. (laughs) So um, basically, um, let me just read you this um, first paragraph, which I love unless you are an actor on the big bang theory or a scientist working on the on the hubble telescope you probably tend to not think about the vastness of the universe on a daily basis so i'd like to blow your mind with some facts about the universe a galaxy is a vast grouping of stars and there are 200 billion galaxies There are approximately one, and there are 24 zeros after that, so you go figure, one plus 24 zeros planets in the universe and something like 100 billion, trillion stars. There are more stars than grains of sand on the beach. We are living in an awe-inspiring and you, an imaginable large universe. Contemplating the immensity of our cosmos can make you feel very small and insignificant. However, think about this. You, right now, have 37.2 trillion cells in your body. There is a vastness outside you and a vastness inside of you you are connected to this mystery and miracle you are a microcosm of the universe and every aspect of your life benefits from the universe's provision so However, when I do think about these things, it fills me with an extraordinary feeling of reverence, gratitude, and oh my God. It shifts me from my narcissistic absorption of the small self taking so many things for granted to the profound awareness that I get to enjoy and participate in this miraculous experience of life. So, anyways, I have stories upon stories there of how life taught me to be humbled and how to really come present with the spirit of this extraordinary cosmos that is inside of me, that is moving, and not to bypass that flow. Now, how do you do this when you are waiting, let's say, for a grocery delivery? Or you are at the supermarket and it's packed and they don't don't have what you're looking for. Or you ordered your your food through online and they brought the wrong order. You know, there are tiny little things or your kids are screaming while you're on the Zoom or your kids are fighting. Let me have a sip of water because I'm getting so excited.
0: It's wonderful.
1: You know... So I wrote a whole list here of um, what my mother used to say is, if you're unhappy, be grateful, because you can't be grateful and unhappy at the same time. Here is what I'm grateful for right now, my breath. Doing this webinar with our wonderful Ed, all of you listening, TV, Safe streets, bathtubs, trees, loved ones, towels. Have you ever been grateful for your towel? Shower, hot water, cold water. Um, uh, Anesthetics, meditation, scissors, Facebook, contact lenses. Um, Pharrell's Happy, the song. The music that I can play through the, the endless iTunes, Spotify and Pandora. So um, to say that we feel grateful, not to say that everything in our lives is necessarily great. It just means we are aware of our blessings. So don't ever go to bed thinking of what you didn't do right. Go to bed and say, thank you. Thank you for this amazing bed. Thank you for the, my loved ones. And come You know, it's not lip service. It's not like saying, oh, thank you for this. It's just coming into this silence of your mind, of your critical mind, who is always judging us, who is always thinking things should be different, and just say thank you. And when you look at things in the news that are hard, that are difficult for people, or when you hear about the extraordinary challenges of the virus still going on, just come into a place and say, can my gratitude for this moment, for my life, affect the good of all? Can mm-hmm. it? Because if I become, I'm, I mean, a vortex of goodness, I can then affect, because all those cells and all these cosmos and all these things are communicating by an invisible thread of sound and light. The hard thing with us humans, if we don't see it, we don't believe it. But yet, your very breath, you don't see it. Where does air come from? But you believe it. You have no choice because it's there. Your soul, our souls, as Plato said, we're all part of one universal soul. Mm -hmm. We cannot see it. But close your eyes right now. Mm -hmm. And call forward your soul. And be quiet. Be very still, like the lake. Come into a stillness, just a total stillness and ask the presence of your soul, not your personality, not your ego, not your to-do list, not your all the things you have to do, your tomorrows, not your fears, not your anxieties, not your worries, not your not feeling enough, but open up the field right from your third eye, right from here, and turn your eyes inside, turn your focus inward. The kingdom of heaven is within The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And look from inside out. And whatever it is you're feeling, you might not see anything. You might not feel anything. But if you really, really listen, there's a presence. And in that presence, is your belovedness. And in that presence, just say, beloved, beloved. Show me more of who I am. No matter how beautiful, no matter how radiant, let me bypass my human persona, my worldly self, and know that that one that walks within me is greater than the one that walks in the world.
2: And open
1: your heart, open your heart, open your heart, and take you in. You can even take your arms and put them around you, and just hold that silence and hold the presence. And the only mantra, the only thing you hear inside is thank you. Thank you to you. Thank you to the benevolent universe. Thank you to your heart, who beats 100,000 times a day. Thank you to your breath. And thank you to the unknown. And wherever you are, start there. It's beautiful. You feel a little more space.
0: We need space.
1: We need inner space and we need outer space.
0: When we're stressed, there's an absence of this space. Exactly. And we respond in a rapid way. And there it goes back to your mom. Don't rush me. It's just a perfect segue to don't rush make space for yourself first make space for everything else in your life second based on your level of interest now i know you've taught programs across the world to to uh, the full dynamic of the human spectrum yes and when we speak about gratitude and we have this we still have this challenge going on with the virus yes is there anything that you could say Let's start off with the younger people. Is there anything that you want to share with the younger people, you know, the the teenagers, the kids in their 20s, that would be supportive of of anything that might be disturbing their peace right now, Agape?
1: Oh, my God, yes. I mean, first of all, my hat off to you, because this is one of the most challenging times if you're a young person and you've never walked that path before where you know you can't really interact that much um with your peers all the, the classes have been on zoom uh you all the i mean you are in a position of where all the uh the planet that you're gonna inherit is is pretty messy and and so god bless you and and all I can say my friends is do the inner work. Do not get swayed by the negativity of the world. Find your mentors. Find them. Uh, find people who can mentor you, who can support you, who can hear you. And if you're frustrated, if you, whatever you need, it might not come from your parents. It might not come from your teachers. But who is it coming from? Well, Ed and I are mentors, so call on us. Right, Ed?
0: That's right Agapi
1: uh, Adbindingtheheart.com Agapi at unbindingtheheart.com. Agapi, H-G-A-P-I, <clears throat> at unbindingtheheart.com. So <clears throat> be be careful who you listen to uh, and stay away from all these vapors and 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 um, and anything to do that affects and and alienates your consciousness, you know, stay as clear. And if people want to go out drinking or doing vapors, what else do kids do these days? You know, when they do the play around with things that they don't really know and they can get caught in a negative cycle, stay away, stay clear, and be inspired by amazing people. I mean, it's inspired by people who are doing great work, young, older, find them, and know that your life is going to be on purpose when you are of service. Right. Service. Service. You're not here just for you.
0: That's right. And service is one of the big self-realizations that allows us to wake up and the world isn't all about me and and my needs. You know, a lot of spirituality is we we find out that I need to give first before I can get. Exactly. And balance out the giving and the getting in the healthiest ways that possible that, that nurtures your inner world so that you can learn to trust life.
1: Exactly, exactly. Trust life, but also ask. Ask inwardly. It's basically... Find your God, whatever that is for you. And I don't mean religion. I mean, find at night when you pray, even if you don't know who you're praying to, ask for help. So being a teenager are the hardest years because you don't have the vocabulary to express what's going on. But then I say, read. Read about inspiring people. And and as you read and as you absorb you will shape yourself to becoming who you are.
0: Beautiful. And then if we moved it a little further down the line, say folks between the ages of, say, 30 to 50, what would be some tips that they could start living a more gratitude-filled life?
1: Well, I have a a chapter in the book, which uh, I also love, and it's called Finding Your Calling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: because, you know, many times people say to me, I don't know what my calling is, and, and I say, here are some fundamental questions to ask yourself, and I'm going to read them to you. Is chapter 32, page 176. Because our calling is not written on stone, you know. It is something that okay so um, I remember I have a story that I say I asked a young boy he was 16 and I said to the son of my friend Michael why do you think we're here and he said to me I think we're here to wake up <laughs> so I when I asked him to explain a bit more of what he meant he said I think most people are asleep they don't know who they are i think we need to wake up to who each one of us is how amazing is that beautiful so when you say what does it mean to wake up to who i am and that's a question we continuously ask ask yourself and write it down i'm I'm a great believer in journal writing because when you journal write Your unconscious unlocks. So if you're feeling frustrated, write it down and burn it. If you're feeling impatient, if you don't know what to do next, if you're stuck, write it down because your unconscious is holding the beliefs and is holding the blueprint of your life. So you ask yourself, what am I here to learn? What am I here to teach? What am I here to overcome? What am I here to complete? What am I here to express? What am I here to share? And if not now, when?
0: Mm. beautiful.
1: So take a moment to answer these questions from an authentic place. And I say play with these questions and don't worry if your answers don't sound serious. You can say, Today I'm here to learn how to play. Mm -hmm. Today I'm here to learn how to share saying no. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Today I'm here to learn that I I'm here to overcome my impatience. Today I'm here to learn how to take care of myself. Tomorrow I'm here to teach how to someone else how to take care of themselves. You see, every day it can be different. Because not what, not where we get into trouble is we allow our days to be the same,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and no day is alike, right? Because every day that the breaths we took yesterday are no longer there, right? The breaths we're taking now are new. Mm-hmm. Spirit doesn't say, Well, I breathed you yesterday, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> So renewing yourself again back to the breath and and playing around with okay what am I, am I am i getting too serious am i getting too caught up have i listened to a song that i love have i moved today have i mm-hmm. moved in a way that i'm loose so i'm not mm-hmm. stiff mm-hmm. have i observed my cat or my dog or a giraffe have i watched how the animal kingdom moves oh my god you watch a cheetah run
2: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my God, aren't you in awe? So you start to feel your body, your aliveness, and get off our head. Mm-hmm. Get off the head and come to your heart, come to your body, come to your groundness, and let your wisdom guide you.
0: You know, I, I listen to this, and it reminds me, if you don't mind sharing with folks how you do this, but you have the most amazing way of channeling your heart's voice, your heart's message for the moment at hand, not the last moment, not tomorrow, but you have this amazing ability to channel the voice of your heart and send it out to whoever within the, you know, the range of your voice. Is that something that you've cultivated uh, over time? or Have you always been like this?
1: Well, I've always been a, chi- a love child because right. my name was Agape which means unconditional love. And I've always felt, um, I came alive when I felt the joy with other people. You know, like I was not a loner. I was not, I'll close myself in my in my room and read. I, I wasn't like that. Can I play? Can I interact? Can I help others? I was, I had that nature from the beginning. You know, we all come up with our nature. I mean, other kids, they go into their computers and they feel heaven. Mm-hmm. I go into my computer and I'm stressed. <laughs> I go, oh my God, do I have to go look at this document? Can somebody print it for me? I'm much more tactile that way, you know. So um I'm not a techie person, you know. So other people are, you know, nerds as they call them, right? So mm-hmm. my 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 favorite thing is to remember that I am given by by spirit this this gift of agape which is unconditional love and that when i come to my heart and when i share my heart and my heart knows how to do i don't have to think about it then i feel happy now i've helped other people release the judgments and trust their heart how do you trust your heart? Your heart is vulnerable, but it's also mighty.
2: Right. Your heart is right. strong.
1: You can say to somebody, "I love you" and hold them and be tender, or you can say, "Get out of my life." You know, mm-hmm. you're bothering mm-hmm. me. That's mm-hmm. that's a loving thing to do, or "Get out, you're bringing your toxicity." My mother used to say to people, "You are bringing your toxicity to my environment. Please do not interrupt my environment." How about that? Yes, she she was, as you know, in unbinding the heart. You know, I write about her, she was ruthless. So, your heart is not, you know, wearing your your heart on your sleeve and and letting people walk all over it. The heart is like, I'm in my heart energy, that is God's energy, that is the spiritual heart energy, and it's like allowing it. It's like it's like the tsunami, right? It is so powerful, but. You know, I had a spiritual teacher called John Roger, and he definitely helped me awaken to my heart. I have done my inner work. I have done hours and hours of seminars, um, spiritual psychology of the University of Santa Monica. I have healed my hurts. Mm. I, I have healed the part that felt I was responsible for my parents' unhappiness. Mm. You know, I have gone there, Ed. Right. and i've i've done the inner work and i'm still doing it like um am i a people pleaser? Yes i am. So i always have to say am i doing this out of my calling or out of the habit?
0: Beautiful. You know as as a mentor and and, and teacher and facilitator and workshop leader it's really hard to take people someplace that you haven't been. Yeah. So when you're working at the level that you have brought yourself to. Folks are in for a real treat. and
1: and I want to encourage people to download this book as an audio. And I have 33 guided meditations that are really about um, the power of shifting from one modality to another. And please send me an email, agapi, and you'll put it on your website too, unbindingtheheart.com. And bindingtheheart.com, and I will send you eight or nine of my uh, meditation as my gift. Then you can download all thirty-three of them, and you can uh, request to be on my email list because then I'll send you an update. I have a new book coming out, uh, January eleventh, twenty twenty-two, which is about uh, the power of the power the power of prayer. It's called Speaking with Spirit, allowing each one of us to. Uh, open up our hearts and let the spirit communicate to us and it's a practice and I'm very proud of this book. I wrote it during the lockdown and the pandemic because I was suffering so I found a comforter, I found the spirit in me comforting me other than uh, going to food, you know. then It's also okay to go to the inner and to do your, you know, whatever food it is that you love that nurtures you but I found my balance with that, uh, knowing I could go to my prayer, to my journal, and, and the Spirit will meet me there. So um, follow me at Instagram, Agape or uh, follow my um, work that I do, which is inspiring, because I, I feel we are part of the same family. So if I learn something... I will pass it on like you, Ed, and like all of you, you learn something and you go, let me teach it now. Let me share it.
0: Beautiful. You know, we've reached the end of our allotted time today. And, you know, I learned so much today. And as usual, Agape, you hit it out of the park where we found out that it's okay to nurture ourselves. It's it's okay to live life with gratitude. It's okay to have reverence for where you've been, where you are, where you want to go. It's okay to trust your heart. It's okay to have boundaries around how you interact with yourself and how you interact with others. Yes, It's okay to trust your life's journey. You are on a magical one step at a time journey on earth and you have people out there like Agape who can support you with two great books. There's another one coming out and she does programs and does mentorings all across the country. So Agatha, okay thank you so to, much for your time today. I just today. want
1: to say one more thing. It's okay to to, to to get it wrong on Monday and Tuesday to get it right. You know, ah, ah, ah. it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to take the wrong route and say, oh, that was not the right turn. I'm going to come back and do the right the, the, the correct turn. It's okay to not know. It's okay to not know. Isn't that liberating? You know? Mm-hmm. It's okay to say, I need help right now. I need I need someone to help me. It's okay.
0: It's beautiful, Agapi, because there's no such thing as failure. There's only lessons.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's okay to love yourself so much that you explode
0: <laughs> I'm I'm in with that I'm in with that girl thank you so much for the reminder I thank can't you. wait to see you again oh, our pass see you. and our past
1: across you are such a gift and thank you for this and honoring me and my work and thank you to all of you please stay in touch be greek <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the Greeks. I love you guys. Thank you so Opa, much.
1: As they say, Opa, you know, Opa. I love that. Lots Let's of love. And celebrate. And celebrate every day. Celebrate now. Go Right now, go hug someone. Go call someone. FaceTime someone and say, hi, just wanted to say, how are you? I love you. Are you doing okay? I'm here for
2: you.
0: Now that's powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Agapi. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless, Ed. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, love. Thanks for being with me.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you.